Hey you guys, it's your girl Brianna Bell. Welcome back to It's Black and White. If this is your first time listening in, welcome, welcome, welcome. If it's not your first time, welcome back, friend. Either way, like I always say, I am so grateful that you guys are continuing to come through. Or even if it's your first time, you just giving me an opportunity um, to just share the revelation God has given me. Like, I appreciate that a lot. Like, this is something that I really want to do. Um, so, yeah, it just feels purposeful. Like, I feel like I have some purpose in my life, and that's that's a blessing. Um, so, just so you guys know, um, you guys know, I don't know, apartment living, okay? So, my neighbors upstairs are, I mean, they have kids, so... You guys might hear some pitter-pattering and all that stuff, so just please don't mind that. I haven't really had a quiet space to really... I mean, I guess I could have gone in my car. I'll do that next time if this is too much. (laughs) I didn't feel like going outside thinking about it. It's cold, but anyway. So, um, today's word, you guys, God is promising that we will never ever have to go through this again and what I'm talking about is whatever it is that you have been facing for the past whatever and it's been like oh my gosh this is just too much you know maybe it's stress maybe it's just been like a lot I don't know what it is um for me um it's been like my marriage it's been relationships with people it's been work like finances and stuff like that and so God is saying like I will never have to go through this level of whatever right ever again ever again okay all of this is for for a purpose that we just you know may not exactly know yet we don't know why God uses certain things and certain trials and unpleasant things yet we don't really understand that until after like in hindsight then we're like oh okay Usually, okay, maybe you do. I don't know. I can't speak for everybody, but I know for myself when we have like these questions, like, God, why do you keep letting this happen? Why haven't this and this happened yet? When we have questions for God, is what I'm saying. Like, sometimes we just don't know yet. Sometimes God doesn't answer those questions, but we're supposed to trust Him, okay? Um, so He led me to. Uh, the book of Exodus chapter 14. Now I'm going to be going through pretty much the whole book starting from verse 10 all the way to the end. So if you have time, continue. If not, I don't know, maybe you want to wait till you have time or just chop it up in pieces. But I'm not going to lie. I really try to just um, pick certain scriptures, but I couldn't because the whole entire chapter is just so good. Like, it was, all of it was relevant. All of it was relevant. And God gave me revelations for like almost all of the, all of these scriptures. So that's what I'm going to do. But before we start, I'm just going to open up in prayer. And I just want to invite God into this podcast, into this lesson, right? So Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you so much, God, for speaking to us. We thank you, Father God, for... 
to me, I believe giving us a comforting word, God, especially when we need it the most, God. Sometimes we get weary. Sometimes we get doubtful. Sometimes we get um, frustrated at the things that we're seeing and experiencing in the natural. But we just thank you, Father, for reassuring us, God, that you are here. God, you're literally present in our situation, which is why you know when to say whatever is needed God, to give us that comfort, to give us that extra boost that we need to keep moving forward in your word, to keep moving forward in the way that you are directing us. Father God, we ask that you continue to open our eyes and our ears, God, Um, just in the spirit, God, to be able to hear you and see people and see situations the way you do, Father. Um, We just come against every form of distraction, God. We come against the enemy's plots and... um, plans against our lives, God, to prevent us from fulfilling your will, God. We bind it up now in the name of Jesus. God, I humble myself before you and your people, and I ask that you just speak through me, God. I pray that your people will hear you and hear your word, God, and not me. So, God, whatever... um Anything that's coming from my flesh or my own doings or whatever, God, I ask that you would bind that up, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. God, I just just open myself to you and allow you to use me in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. All right, y'all. So, yeah, I already know. If you've been following me, you know, like my reading, it's, it's improving (laughs) reading out loud is like not really my thing, but I've been practicing. And then me using the new King James version, right? It's like, like kind of getting, it's not even that bad. Like I thought it was, but reading the NLT was a lot easier. (laughs) You already know, like it was a lot easier. So just bear with me. Um, So guys, if you have your, your Bible, we're going to be starting from Exodus Chapter 14, verses 10. Um, It's going to be 10 through to the end. I think it's, yeah, I think it's 31. So that's like 21 verses, okay? So let's get started. So I'm starting from verse 10 through 2, okay? And it says, And when Pharaoh drew near, um, the children of Israel lifted their eyes. And behold, the Egyptians marched after them. So they were very afraid and the children of Israel cried out to the Lord. Then they said to Moses, because there were no graves in Egypt, have you taken us away to die in the wilderness? Why have you, why have you so dealt with us to bring us up out of, (laughs) bring us up out of Egypt? Um, Is this, sorry guys, is this not the word that we told you in Egypt saying, let us alone that we may serve the Egyptians for it would have been better for us to serve as serve the Egyptians than that we shall die in the wilderness. So these people are complaining, right? Because they don't have faith. Something that I've learned is not, there's nothing wrong with you complaining to God. And what I mean is like in an intimate way, like God doesn't mind you having that intimate relationship with him when it's like, God, like, I don't understand why it's happening to me. Right. It's different than like, God, why would you sit here and tell me to come out here? So I think it's like a different heart posture, right? Because 
you can still have faith and just be like, God, like I'm trying to fulfill your will and this hurts versus what are you crazy? And it's kind of like you're doubting God. Are you sure you know what you're talking about? And so I think that's how the Egyptians were coming at Moses. Like, why would you even take us from slavery? We were better off being slaves. You brought us all out here for what? Like, you know, like, like that. And so (laughs) the thing is the children were, the children of Israel, they were looking in the natural, they were looking at what they saw and that's why they were causing that's what was causing them to lose faith okay that's when we begin to complain and grumble and have doubt i mean that's literally the weapon of the enemy because we know that the word tells us um we are supposed to walk by faith not by sight you know what i mean and let me tell y'all it is not the easiest thing it's not so i don't i'm not judging these the children of Israel, because I get it. I still struggle with that from time to time. But I mean, this is this is what they were doing, okay? So if you're like me and you've been doing this, we're going to keep reading, okay? So then verses 13 through 14, okay? And Moses said to the people, do not be afraid. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will accomplish for you today. For the Egyptians whom you see today, you shall see no more forever. Okay. The Lord will fight for you and you shall hold your peace. Okay. God is saying, I know what it looks like. I know what it feels like. Your situation looks like it's crazy. It looks like you're going backwards. It looks like nothing, none of the promises that God has told you is going to be fulfilled because it's looking like you're not even getting any kind of inkling. If you know, if you're like me, I've literally prayed, well, God, can you show me something? Can I see something? <laughs> something that would show me that what you said is true? Because I'm going to tell you guys where I am right now in the season. I know it's, it's the last hour, right? It's the last hour and I have not, I haven't really seen anything. Not even a little speck of what God has promised me. Everything has looked like the complete opposite. So just like the children of Israel, it's easy to complain. It's easy to lose faith, right? But Moses is saying, be still. At this point, where you are at this point, God may be saying he just wants you to just trust him. At this point, just have faith. Just keep moving in the direction that he's telling you to, okay? Because he's not going to leave you. And the the best part, right, which is the title of the message, you will never have to go through this again, okay? Like I said, finances, marital issues, relational issues, job, whatever it is, God is saying, like, whatever has been giving you just straight up hell or, you know, you won't have to do this again. You won't have to do this again. And I don't know about you. When I think about it like that, sometimes it's a perspective thing, okay? When I see it as though, like, this is the last of this, like, this is the last of it, I feel a little better about it. It's kind of like, well, whatever, this is it. (laughs) It's kind of like maybe, you know, it's your last week of work at a job that you hated, Okay, you know it's the last of it. Your boss is giving you issues. You're like, okay, whatever. You don't even feel like arguing or even getting upset. It's like, for what? I ain't gonna have to deal with this no more. I believe that is the position that we we need to be in. Okay, 
So verses uh, 15 through 18, it says, and then, uh, oh, I'm sorry. And the Lord said to Moses, why do you cry to me? Tell the children of Israel to go forward. Remember, like I said, God is saying, go forward, keep moving. Okay. Verse 16, but lift up your rod and stretch out your hand over the sea and divide it. Okay. And the children of Israel shall go on um, dry ground through the mist, mist of the sea. Okay. And I, let me see. Oh yeah. 18. Okay. So this is 17. And I indeed will harden the hearts of the Egyptians and they shall follow them. So I will gain honor over Pharaoh and over his army, his chariots and his horsemen. Then the Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord. When I have gained honor for myself over Pharaoh, his chariots and his horsemen. Okay. So again, God's kind of like, why are you complaining in a sense? Like, why do you not have faith? Keep going forward. But also God instructs Moses to lift his hands. Okay. Why to me that what I received, that is a sign of a stance of praise. Okay. When you praise God, you're praising God in faith. Now think about this. Hey, for me serving God, when he tells me to praise him or whenever I praise and worship him, especially when I'm in a position that's not really going in my favor, that is literally a sign of faith. Because how, who would pray, praise or be excited for something they have not, they don't even have yet. That is like supernatural. Because from what we know in this world, we wait until we receive something. We wait until we see something. When we know, okay, then we get excited. But no, I'm praising God before I even get it because I have faith of what's going to happen. And it's literally what Moses, God is asking Moses to do. Lift your rod. And because that's a sign of praise, right? Um, God is able to perform a miracle. God is able to perform a miracle. And he makes a way out of no way. He literally makes a way out of no way. It's exactly what God is going to do in your life. Now, it does look like things are getting worse, right? Because God, I mean, in this word, it says that God will harden Pharaoh's heart and he allows Pharaoh and his people to chase these people. So think about that. Those things are still present. Sometimes we think in our minds of like, um, in order for God to bless us, then he has to get rid of the negative things first and then he blesses us, right? I mean, that's kind of ideal. That's the way that I think about it. But after reading this passage, what stood out to me was like God performed a miracle and the enemies were still there. The enemy was still chasing them. So they haven't even been eliminated yet. Isn't that crazy? Now think about how much faith that has to be, right? Your finances is still bleh right? <laughs> your your job is not what you want. Your marriage is still stressful, okay? Y'all still arguing or whatever. You're not getting along with certain people in your family, right? But you have faith in believing what God said he's going to do. So you praise him and then that's when God makes a miracle. Literally, this is right before breakthrough. Okay, so I'm going to jump through down to, well, not jump down, but now we're going to read in 19 through 20. And it says, and the angel of God who went before the camp of Israel moved and went behind them. And the pillar of cloud went from before them and stood behind them. So it came, uh, so it came between the camp of the Egyptians and the camp of Israel. Thus it was a cloud and darkness to the one and it gave light by night to the other. 
so that the one did not come near the other all that night. This is literally, God isn't going to tell you to step out and do something. Because look, God, God is good for asking us and challenging us to do things that literally doesn't make sense to us. Does not make sense to us. And the crazy thing is God will tell us to do things and won't even tell us why. Because we're supposed to trust him. God likes to use my children as an example. Sometimes I don't feel like I need to explain nothing to my kids. If I tell you to do something, then just do it. I don't want to, I don't have to explain why to you all the time. You're my child. You're expected to do it. It is the same with God. So sometimes when God asks to do, ask us to do things, I know for me in my mind, I'm like, God, that seems like it's going to make stuff worse. Like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> but, but. This passage literally shows us God isn't going to tell us to do something and then not provide and not protect you and not see that you're okay, right? That pillar of cloud was literally God's protection. He he went before them and he came behind them. These people were not touched. Your situation that you're in isn't going to actually touch you. And if it does, it's not going to touch you in a sense that that God can't bring you back from. Whatever God allows, he's going to fix. He's going to make better. He's going to make it for your good. Okay? Um, okay, but he said when you're obedient. Yes, the word does say when you're obedient, he will provide. He will provide. And I think that scripture is quoted. Uh, I mean, it's all throughout the Bible. But what I looked up was Exodus ver- uh, chapter 19, verse 5. When God specifically tells us to be obedient. Just do what he says. He'll do the rest, okay? So now, verse 21 through 23. Um, it says, Then Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and the Lord caused the sea to go back by a strong east wind all that night and made the sea into dry land. And the waters were divided, so the children of Israel went into the midst of the sea on the dry ground, and the waters were a wall to them. On their right and on their left. Okay, verse 23. And the Egyptians pursued and went after them in the midst of the sea. All Pharaoh's horses and chariots uh, and his horsemen. You guys, God made the impossible possible. What, like, he made the impossible possible like how many of us can you probably like me I have plenty of things I can throw out there of what literally looks like it God can't fix it's just done for there's no resurrection from this (laughs) this is just what it is like how many of us have those types of situations that or things that we can look at Literally look at and be like, this is just impossible. But God made it impossible. All we have to do is obey, trust God, have the peace that he's going to do it and be still. God will literally do the rest. Okay, notice how even when God made a way, okay, like I said before, the trouble was still there. So we can't let... Like the negative things that we see and the things that we're experiencing, the things that we hear, what people may be saying or just whatever, how your bank account look. We can't let that 
sway us because God can do anything. What I believe, God can drop thousands and thousands of dollars in your account just like that. And I said this before, I believe God can can send an angel or somebody like, here are the keys to this house. This is the address. It's yours. It's paid in full. Like, I believe God can do things like that. I truly believe, just to name a few, God can do whatever he wants, okay? God, you know, look, he could have, if he wanted, he could have gotten rid of the problem first. But why would he not do that? You guys ever think of like, okay, if God is allowing this, because we know God loves us, why would God allow things and trouble to get worse right before breakthrough? I truly believe it's just to highlight his greatness is so that he and only he will be glorified where we won't be able to say we had anything to do with it because all of us were over here like dumbfounded. Like, I don't know how we would all know without a shadow of a doubt, without no kind of like no doubt that it was God and God himself. So Believe me when I say that if you're facing something that looks impossible, if you continue to have the faith and trust in him, right, he's going to make the impossible possible. That is going to be like a faith builder. God's already been building my faith in this season. So it's kind of, <laughs> I actually pray like, God, I already know what this is about. I don't, I don't need you to build my faith no more. I, but I trust you, God. I trust you because usually these faith builders, they are uncomfortable. I'm like, God, I had enough. I'm tired. I trust you. I don't doubt you. I trust you. So can we just skip over this part? <laughs> like that's just being real, but we have to remember that is all that it's about. God doesn't want you to suffer. He doesn't want to torture you. He doesn't want to stress you out. He's trying to show you something. He's trying to show you how big he really is. He's trying to show you how much he really has you. How much he really has you. Okay. So, um, let me see. Okay. Yes. I'm actually going pretty fast. Okay. So this last little part, I'm going to be reading verses 24 through 30. Okay. And that's that's pretty much it. And y'all, I'm 22 minutes in. That's pretty good. Okay. I hope y'all keeping up. I know I could talk a little fast. Okay. Verse 24. And it says, now it came to pass in the morning. Watch that the Lord looked down upon the army of the Egyptians, though the pillar of fire and, and oh, through the pillar of fire and cloud. And he troubled the army of the Egyptians and he, and he took off the chariot's wheels so that they drove them with difficulty. Okay. And the Egyptians said, let us flee from the face of Israel for the Lord fights for them against the Egyptians. Okay. Our enemies, our problems, our situations, they don't stand a chance when it comes to God. They don't stand a chance at all. Okay. Verse 26. Then the Lord said to Moses, stretch your hand over the sea that the waters may come back upon the Egyptians on the chariots and on the horsemen. And Moses stretched out his hands over the sea. And when the morning appeared, the sea returned to its full depth while the Egyptians were fleeing into it. So the Lord overthrew the Egyptians in the midst of the sea. 
hold on real quick, y'all. Okay, I forgot to put it on airplane mode. God is good because anybody could have caught me and this I would have had to start all over. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, so okay, so what I read just now is when um God told Moses to stretch his hand back over so that the water would close in on the enemy. Okay, well, God devours whatever problems you're facing, whatever trouble, whatever it is, God's going to get rid of it and it ain't going to come back. It's not going to come back. Okay. Verse 28, then the waters returned and covered the chariots, the horsemen and all the army of Pharaoh that came into the sea after them. Not so much of one of them remained, not so much as one of them remained. I love that, okay? But the children of Israel have walked on dry land in the midst of the sea and the waters were a wall to them on their right and on their left. You guys, we have the favor of the Lord. We just have his favor. God's gonna do the impossible for you. I just love that. Every single time I think about the story and how the Red Sea parted, I think of like a red carpet. I don't know why. I just do. Every single time I hear this story, even when I watch the little cartoon movie with my kids, it's like, um, I just think of a red carpet. I just think VIP. I just think like highly favor. Like it's just it's amazing being the daughter of God. Being in that that kingdom with him, having this, what is the word? Why am I been doing this? I've been blanking on words these days, but y'all get me. It's just having that favor that we can only get from God. Okay, verse thirty. Um, so the Lord saved Israel that day out of the hand of the Egyptians and Israel saw the Egyptians dead on the seashore. Okay. Thus Israel saw the great work, which the Lord had done in Egypt. So the people feared the Lord and believed the Lord and his servant Moses. This is what I'm trying to tell y'all when, like I was saying, when God allows these things, he allows stuff. It's like it, it, Basically, the story is saying sometimes it's going to look like it's worse before it gets better. And God can still perform a miracle in the midst of your troubles, right? But it is to build your faith. It is to build the faith of others. It is just for God's testimony so we can testify about how great he is. That's literally what it's about. God is promising us whatever you are facing that's giving you hell. God is saying, this is it. This is it. This is the last of it. But we have to keep praising him no matter what. Keep believing. Keep worshiping. worshiping. Keep your hands up. Lifted in him an expectation. Okay. This is a... This is a now word for me as well, okay? When God asks us to step out and do things that just doesn't add up to us, it's literally for His, for him to be glorified, okay? Something that I try to remember is God sits outside of the earth. God sits outside of time. He is literally the creator. And when I think of things like that and put it into like that type of perspective, it's like, okay, there's nothing God can do. It's almost like I look at it as, um, I think I've said this before, like how we were, I don't know if you guys grew up playing, you ladies, you grew up playing with Barbies 
It's kind of like that. Now, except in a way that God doesn't control us, but God can use whatever situation and make it work out for him. That's just how bomb he is. Isn't that crazy with us still being able to have free will? He's still able to work everything out for our benefits. Isn't that crazy? Like if you just think of it like that. So I try to keep that on the forefront of my mind. Um, It's not the easiest thing. I know, I know, I know. But it's like, just hold on and keep asking God like, oh Lord, I need that second wind. I need that second win. And I I say this all the time. When I'm feeling the most doubtful, when I'm feeling um, just overwhelmed with what I'm seeing in the natural, you guys, read your Bible. (laughs) Read your Bible. Even if you don't feel like it, just crack something open. And I I literally, sometimes, I don't do this all the time. I'm not going to lie. I don't do this all the time. I don't say, God, speak to me. Sometimes I won't say anything. I just open my Bible and he speaks. He speaks to you. And it's like a faith builder in itself. And it just gives you strength. That's how powerful the word of God is. It can literally change your entire mood. It can literally change your entire thought process. Right? Right? It just shuts the enemy up because the enemy likes to just rah, rah, rah. Oh, look at this. Oh, there's no way now. Look, look what they're doing. Oh, da, da, da. look what they're saying. Look at your finances. You're doing, you're tithing. Your money's still low. Look, ain't nothing happening. Nobody's trying to help you. Da, 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 da. Like the enemy can go on and on and on and on and on. But the word of God will shut all that up. Okay. So I just really, really wanted to encourage you guys as I encourage myself, (laughs) as I encourage myself, I was so excited when God gave me this word. And honestly, this isn't the first time he's told me this. I knew that I was supposed to give this word like months ago, but sometimes God just tells me to wait. I give the word when he tells me to give the word. So I think this was for now. This was for now because even so, I was pulling more out of this story than I did before the first time I read it. God is just, he is that good. And I know he is setting setting us up for something big, you guys. Something big. So, I love you guys. Um, I was looking. I had a last little note. Okay. And it says, remember, we play a part in this. Okay. So choose to have faith and worship. I think I said that already. Okay. So, um, yeah. So I love you guys. Be encouraged. And um, I will keep you guys covered in prayer. I will have a prayer regarding this word right after this. I realized I didn't make a prayer for my last podcast. Sheesh. You guys, I don't know if you're like me. Um. I just, 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 and when I say that, I mean within this last week, have gotten settled. And there was a lot of like cleansing that God was doing in my life in certain areas that I didn't know. (laughs) So it's like now I feel like I'm more at peace than I was before. And I didn't even know I wasn't really in peace. I don't know, y'all. Sometimes even the things that I say out loud doesn't make sense. But I don't know how else to describe it. I'm working on being able to articulate exactly how I feel. But um, 
it's not the easiest because sometimes it's it's complex. Like, I don't know. Maybe some of y'all get me. I don't know. But it is what it is. I love you guys. Thank you guys so much for your support. Thank you guys for the emails, the encouraging emails. I truly, truly, truly am thankful for that. Y'all be speaking into my life as well. Um, And yeah, I think that's all I have to say. So you guys have a good one and just keep praising God and keep having faith. We're almost done. All right. I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye.